Welcome to the HR Like a Boss podcast. Join John Bernadovich as he embarks on a journey to get to know amazingly awesome HR and business professionals to understand what it takes to do HR like a boss. Each week, John chats with professionals with a wealth of knowledge and practical experience to help you tackle HR's biggest challenges. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to subscribe, hit the five-star rating, and share it with your HR friends. John is a father, husband, competitive golfer, author of HR Like a Boss, and founder of Willery, a professional services firm dedicated to HR and payroll technology and people. He is devoted to transforming the workplace by empowering the HR and payroll communities to navigate their ever-evolving business landscape with ownership and passion. You're listening to the HR Like a Boss podcast, hosted by John Bernadovich. Welcome back again to another episode of the HR Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, John Bernadovich. I'm really excited today and humbled to have an incredible guest on our show. We're going to talk about the importance of creating veteran champions within your organization and how human resources and business leaders can ensure that you're leveraging that incredible resource of those that have served in the military as you add great talent into your organization. I also am super excited, maybe tear in my eye because I've been thinking about my dad a lot lately, Mike Bernadovich, who served in the army and just so happens as God would have it. Mm-hmm. I have this wonderful, beautiful guest who's going to join me on the show. Retired right. Lieutenant Colonel Kathy Lowry Gallowitz, welcome to the HR Like a Boss podcast. Hey, John, thanks for having me. And thank you for your commitment, interest, passion about this topic. I saw a little tear coming to your eye. Do you want to talk about that first? Well, yeah, sir. I mean, certainly I, I, you know, I'm, I'm the son of a retired army veteran. Uh, my dad was uh, an incredible, incredible person and a huge influence in my life. I also am, I mean, I, I, I bleed red, white, and blue, and Aww. I am so thankful for everyone that has served. I know you asked me a question before we got on the show, if I, if I served and, and I, ha- I have not, but my my small contribution to that is to support veterans and those leaders that uh, that put their lives on the line so that we can have all, all the beautiful freedoms that being a, a US citizen allows so that if that if that doesn't tear me up I, i'm not a big crier you can ask my wife or kids it takes it takes a lot for me to actually shed an actual tear but um, that that's my that's my heart tug for this this show and and having you on you are already a civilian veteran champion, so thank you for that. Is your dad no longer with us? Unfortunately, he is not. He died in 2020. Okay, well, maybe as we go through this, you can share some of your experiences uh, because of military culture uh, that, that might be applicable to uh, veterans in the workplace. But thank you for your interest and your passion. Yeah, my pleasure. All right, so... Kathy, I know I did a, a okay job of giving a little bit of insight about who you are, but for those that aren't quite familiar as I am of your background, why don't you just share with our audience a little bit about who you are and how you got to where where you are on this show and your passion, most importantly for human resources, because that's really what we're talking about on the HR Like a Boss podcast. Good morning to everyone out there who's listening. So glad to have you here. Thank you for caring about veterans. So I grew up as a military kid. My dad was active duty Navy, graduated from high school in Iceland, went to a French speaking preschool 
and then went to college in Germany. Before the age of 35, I'd lived in at least 20 different communities. Air Force nursing was my first choice career. And I spent 29 years in the Air Force, either active duty, reserve, or guard. I had the privilege of becoming the director of community outreach for the Ohio National Guard, when in response to 9-11, we created a never been done before statewide outreach program to educate and engage civilians in support of troops and their families. And key among that was employers, because when 80% of our workforce was part-time military, most had full-time civilian jobs. And so we really wanted to keep employers on our national security team, help them understand the value of veteran talent and support them through the deployment process because we were deploying like no time in our nation's history uh, alongside active duty uh, brothers and sisters. So I got very familiar with the hiring of veterans. Oh, by the way, had the opportunity to hire veterans in a healthcare practice that I helped establish and saw the incredible impact that veterans made because of their work ethic, diligence, perseverance, and frankly, really good attitudes. So I have firsthand experience with that. I was also a CEO of a, a, a mid-sized chamber in central Ohio and a statewide advocate on the Ohio Small Business Council Board of Governors. So although the lion's share of my career is public service, I also have private sector experience, firsthand experience hiring veterans and uh, fundamentally just love helping HR people understand the value of veteran talent and succeed with this talent because it's a win-win. Our workforce is stronger and our veterans have jobs that pay well, have purpose and where they can continue to contribute and serve. And thank you, Kathy. And where, where are you, where are you podcasting from currently at this time? Where, where, where are you living these days? I live in the greater Phoenix area. I've been here about four years and uh, after living in the central Ohio area for 25 years. Awesome. And we were, we were Ohioans for that period of time. I know you lived in Columbus, you mentioned in upper Arlington, so shout out to all the Buckeye, Buckeyes out there, OH. I.O., right on. Thank you. That was fun. Yeah, you learn you learned that, I'm sure, in your time oh, within, yeah. within Ohio. And certainly, it's pretty cool to hear your first 35 years, you had 20 stops and then 29 years-ish in, yeah. in Ohio. So, Well, that was done by design, John. I was tired of moving around, really wanted to establish roots, give our children roots because I never had them. And so that certainly flavored my interest in cultivating civilian veteran champions because my experience was different from a lot of Americans, not only in terms of mobility potentially, but also mindset um, and other cultural distinctions that are a little bit different for military people as opposed to those who have never served. And so that's featured in my book. I sort of tell my personal story about and the distinctions of military culture and then um, have several different chapters, one focusing on employers, and then we talk about lawyers, healthcare providers, educators, community leaders in general, and clergy, chock full of practical strategies that anybody can use to become a civilian veteran champion. And oh, by the way, no action is too small. So John, whatever you have been doing and are doing to support veterans is significant and appreciated. No action is too small. Love that. 
So, all right. So, Kathy, I know we're going to get into more of the details of what does a veteran champion mean. You you have showcased behind you on your your camera screen there the the title of your book, Beyond. Thank you for your service and the Veteran Champions Handbook for Civilians. But this is a show about human resources. It's called HR Like a Boss. I I cannot. I can't give you a pass, and I know you wouldn't want me to, uh, to make sure that we get the very first question on the show is the same for all of our wonderful guests, and that is, how would you describe the purpose of human resources? To, be, to create a people-centric organization where people can thrive. I love that. And my guess is you probably have a little bit of bias that some of those people have some level of veteran experience back behind them to create that diversity level and supporting them in that regard based upon your passion. Well, absolutely. Uh, hiring veterans is certainly a very important part of diversity, equity, inclusion, and all, and belonging. And, and, and that in many ways might be the place from which an internal process starts, but my particular bias is that it's really a talent attraction strategy more than a diversity, equity, and inclusion initiative. Because generally speaking, when military veterans are hired, everybody wins. The company is stronger because veterans are more productive, they're loyal, lots of research is suggesting and showing that veteran hiring done well really does indeed strengthen the um, the civilian workforce. And you know, research shows that veterans will stay longer if there's a good job match. That um, veterans will um, just just be more productive and and help the organization all the way around. And so, yes, it's a it's very much in the company's best interest to have a veteran talent attraction and retention strategy, whether it starts from HR, talent acquisition, or DE&I. Yeah, and I know there's a lot of, I'll just call it that DE&I is a bit of a hot topic these days, I would say inside of the, the business HR world, because it certainly came to be a, a household name you know, several years ago. And now there's a, a major push to what you described of ensuring that those programs are not only creating that that diversity, that equitable, equitable inclusion and belonging, but it also is driving business results for the organization. You kind of you kind of can't have one or the other. At least in my mind, there's got to be that balance, and that's the that's the beauty and the opportunity of human resources and being able to mend those fences, to be able to walk that aisle in between employees and employers to ensure that everyone is succeeding. And based upon that, Kathy, I'm curious. So you talk about this idea of hiring veterans, this this concept of a veteran champion. Tell, tell me what the, the the crib notes, the idea in your book and that you're trying to get out to the world when it comes to serving and providing a great, great talent for organizations as, as, you, as you consider veterans in that strategy. Well, employer veteran champions understand military culture. They use military skills translators they understand the importance of distinguishing the company as veteran friendly through their external messaging, be it through social media, be it on your website, be it involvement in veteran community causes and showing up generally in your local community to put your money where your mouth is, so to speak, 
and really supporting those veterans. Uh, employer veteran champions, as mentioned earlier, really stand to gain uh, by strengthening their workforce. And as you implement best practices for hiring and retaining veterans, you also greatly improve the quality of life of those veterans that you hire. And oh, by the way, their, their, their families. So uh, at the end of the day, in our employee-centric labor marketplace, it's really in employer's best interest to get out and get engaged in connecting with veteran talent, understanding how to onboard and retain veteran talent in ways that will strengthen their workforce because the competition for you know any labor is pretty steep right now, but it's the, the, the competition is getting more and more fierce for veteran talent because the business case is very well understood across the nation. You know, John, about a decade or so ago, 2011, or, you know, even longer than a decade ago, uh, veteran unemployment was double digits. Now it's consistently lower than civilian unemployment in single digits. And so uh, our civilian employers are really rallying and getting very sophisticated in finding veteran talent and uh, leveraging lots of wonderful programs that help them keep that veteran talent. So if you have any interest in hiring veterans, get involved now, the sooner the better, uh, because your company will see the results based on your investment in time, energy, and potentially, you know, finances. And based upon the data that you're sharing, the productivity levels, the tenure, the the fact that they they drive results as a, as a, as it relates to their experience in serving in the military there certainly is a business case and there's probably best practices so we'll take a quick commercial break we'll do a quick plug for our sponsor of the HR like a boss podcast and when we come back i'm going to ask Kathy about how can you as an employer make sure that you have a sound strategy to leverage that veteran champion community at the same time, some best practice you might recommend to ensure that you can implement an, an appropriate way to take, take, take opportunities that you have as an employer to, to create those and, and, and give back to those veterans, not only through great employment, but at the same time, um, you know, thanking them for their service. So we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Willery, your trusted partner in solving HR and payroll challenges. Are you struggling to fill HR and payroll, those talent gaps in your organization? Worried about getting a return on your investment in HR and payroll technology? With Willery by your side, you'll solve these problems. At Willery, your challenges are their priorities. They're passionate about empowering people by ensuring the right people and the right technology are in place for HR and payroll. There's no workforce problem too small or too big for Willery. Their team can help you bridge those staffing talent gaps and ensure you see a substantial ROI on your HR and payroll investments. Don't let HR and payroll issues hold you back. Visit Willery.com today and empower your workforce. That's Willery, your HR and payroll problem solvers. All right, okay, we're back. Thank you so much for working through that very much shameless plug for all things HR Like a Boss and Willery, thanks to our sponsors. So, Kathy, I teed up a little bit 
our upcoming question in regards to, okay, so you've written this book, this, this veterans champion handbook for civilians beyond. Thank you for your service. Make sure to go check that out on all platforms to purchase Kathy's book. I, I am curious. Okay. So let's get into the practicality of this. When I, when I wrote my book, HR like a boss, I got a really keen piece of advice from an HR executive that said, HR professionals love how-tos. They want a recipe book, a suggestions on, okay, you want me to go do this thing, adding veterans to my, my, my strategy for talent acquisition. What do you suggest are the core aspects of that strategy and any best practices that you can give to my audience? Love that question. Thank you. But first of all, I want to say congratulations to you for publishing your book. Everybody, hope you'll get HR like a boss. Uh, while you're getting my book on Amazon, it'll be a good companion how-to guides, right? Okay, so core essentials of a veteran talent attraction and retention strategy are, number one, understanding military culture, uh, that military people have an, a bias for action, that they may have a more direct communication style, that um, they uh, are, are definitely... Um, persistent and committed to what they do and they really have a big picture focus and purpose is really important to them. Those are some aspects about military culture. Other things when you're interviewing uh, a, a veteran, be sensitive to and understand sort of the maybe their their um, their behaviors that might be a little different. Maybe their stiff posture or their yes ma'am or no sir, you know, style of speech, you know, meet them more than halfway, help them to feel comfortable. Use military skills translators, absolutely critical. ONET is the one that I love the best. Go in there and put in the civilian job and find out what military jobs meet the requirements for your civilian job or do it the other way. Military skills translators help you prepare for the interview. Onboarding is absolutely critical. Pairing your new hire with a veteran and a civilian mentor or sponsor is really effective and helpful. Engaging that new hire in a veteran voice committee, just a committee that kind of organizes the veterans that you know are on your team, or if you have a veteran employee resource group or BRG affinity group, get them involved with that. Offering uh, informal or formal mentoring is important. Career pathways, of course, are always very much appreciated and feedback please be willing and and prompt about offering feedback uh, that is constructive to helping that veteran excel in the workforce about research says that about 55 percent of iraq and afghanistan veterans feel disconnected from mainstream america and so when they step foot into corporate america and or small business america or middle business america you can expect that that veteran feels really out of place and, you know, maybe even distrusting. So if you go out of your way to build, develop, to develop trusting relationships, get to know them as people, do what you say you're going to do, that will go a, a, a really long way. And if you don't know something, you know, be authentic. Hey, I don't know anything about military, um, you know, ask open-ended not terribly intrusive questions. Let the veteran take that conversation where they will, because there may be some real pain points in there that they may not be ready to share with you. 
Um, and so give them the benefit of the doubt, welcome them with open arms without hero worship. Most people don't like, you know, being, you know, a lot of accolades. That's just not part of our culture. And, you know, be aware that uh, veterans don't like to self-promote. There's no I in team. And we're used to a lot of camaraderie. Uh, but the other key point is veterans don't like to ask for help. So understand the nature of the beast, so to speak, by understanding military culture. Get some military culture training. I could certainly help you with that. Um, but use some of those best practice military skills translators, effective and long-term onboarding. Don't just pencil with it. And then engage, engage, engage those veterans internally with other current uh, veteran hires and or civilians to really help them acclimate, assimilate. And of course, mentorship and career pathways are also very helpful to uh, retain them. Yeah, that's awesome. Great insights there. And certainly was a formula recipe book for sure. I know you've given that a lot of thought. That's the beauty of writing a book. You can kind of yeah. put all those wonderful ideas. You kind of memorize of, it, right? <laughs> yeah, piece of paper. And then the thing that the anecdotal fallout for me was, God, I had a lot of really bad ideas that I wrote down when I read them back on a piece of paper. It's like, oh, gosh, no one's going to see that. How quickly can I get that into the shredder or delete it off of my <laughs> oh, computer? Yeah. It's, it's, it's sure a process to write a book, buddy. I tell you, it's, it, it was, it was kind of painful for me just because you have to sit alone for hours. You know, I'm really more of an extrovert. But when I, one thing I want to um, really highlight is that, um, you know, hiring uh, HR people believe that uh, about 50, about 60% of HR folks believe that finding people who are adaptable is um, really one of the most important things. And that is one of the strongest skill sets that veterans bring to, to the workforce. And yet, you know, um, most organizations don't have a veteran, a good solid veteran outreach program. There, there isn't really training for military culture. Um, and, and many of these findings come from the Society of Human Resource Management. SHRM about 2019 started a Veterans at Work certificate which is really neat. Uh, anybody can do it. It's free. You don't have to be a member of SHRM. Um, but, but their findings are that 68% of employers find that veterans are better than, if not much better than, their uh, non-veteran counterparts. And a post-pandemic study by SHRM showed that about 68% of employers, again, same number, close number, uh, found that veterans are, are, are better remote workers. How about that? I thought that was interesting. And because we're pretty tech savvy, you know, and again, have to be very adaptable with all the moving and all the different jobs that we have. And probably most importantly is that veterans have both the hard and soft skills needed. They can work in teams, they can lead, um, they can be blue collar, white collar, entry level, managerial. I mean, again, again, a key part of being an employer veteran champion is to hire for aptitude and train. Don't be overly rigid on your requirement. Talk to a, an employer recently who had a, a requirement for one year of customer sales experience and one year of sales experience. And if they didn't have it, they over, you know, military people may not have that. But I contend and encourage anybody who's listening to look at those military skills translators carefully and um, have a sense of all the different aspects of a military person's training and leadership potential 
you know, and, you know, all those, you know, the discipline and the follow through and the bias for action, give them a chance, you know, in this tight labor market, employers are having to be increasingly creative and flexible to get the workers on their team that they need. And, you know, everybody who's listening in by and large, in most cases, those veteran hires will not disappoint. They want to contribute. They, they are disciplined. Um, and they're looking for a good, meaningful job. Might need a little bit of coaching or a little bit of feedback. Um, but, you know, certainly not in all cases. It depends on the maturity of the veteran and, you know, a, a lot of other things. But, you know, hire for aptitude and train. Yeah. So Kathy, I, I, you have, you have me wondering a few things and you mentioned a resource. I just want to make sure that I'm being accurate to provide that out to our, our listeners. You mentioned ONET online. Is that the right, if I have it as one T online.org as the website, is that correct? Am o I in the apostrophe, right place? O apostrophe N-E-T. And I will provide you with the link to put in the show notes. Perfect. I think that's a great tool. What at least I'm looking at online while you mentioned, it seems like a, a great resource for providing that type of support to translate and, and invaluable provide. invaluable yeah, it, it's it sounds like it re it really truly is and you mentioned something that got me thinking i don't know if you've read the book good to great but one of the main mm -hmm. aspects inside of good to great is having disciplined people with discipline discipline thought with disciplined actions Ooh. so if you look at companies that are looking to go from good to great you're required to ensure that you have people with discipline to stay aligned to the thought process, to stay aligned to our actions and making sure that the people that are doing that. So right on. And I would even offer to have a big picture focus, right? They have a mission focus. Uh, and that's certainly what military veterans bring to the workforce. And somehow, some way you took the words right out of my mouth, Kathy, because, okay, so Jim Collins wrote the book, the book, good to great. I see a perfect package between Kathy's book, Beyond Thank You for, for Your Service, Good to Great, and HR Like a Boss. Oh my gosh, talk about a powerhouse reading a reading uh, list for you on your next vacation or when you're taking holiday. And it, it really, that's a really cool way to, to think about things in a little bit of different manner and drive results for your organization while doing good in the community, which is the idea that you stole, yep, shouldn't yep. say stole, that I wanted to make sure that we talked about briefly was this purpose-driven responsibility. And, and frankly, in writing my book, that is the one light bulb moment that came out of my own education and learning, doing my research is that it is it is critical, critical, paramount. To me, it's an absolute, it's a must to make sure every business has a clearly defined purpose, not a mission, because I know maybe folks in the military like missions, right? Go do this, go do that. But a purpose is much larger. If you think about serving our country and the belief yes, in like the it. United States of America, I mean, that is something that no matter how much hard work and 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 sacrifice that people do, can we always get ourselves to that optimal United States characteristic? I don't know, but it, it, cert it certainly is one for us to aspire to. And obviously people will 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 serve time they'll serve in the in in the in the military they'll take time away from their family they'll go work and and, and serve in that way and, and frankly they'll 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 give their lives in in support of that purpose and i think having a business that those military professionals not only those but the civilian employees that are working there if you have a belief system in something it's it's crazy powerful what people can do together two comments real quick 
when military people leave service, oftentimes their purpose becomes lost. It's a big identity shift for people because their purpose heretofore was to, you know, serve the United States of America. The uniform gives them a lot of identity. So helping that new hire understand what their purpose is as career development, professional development will serve you and that employee well. And number two, I love how John encouraged people to be thinking of uh, what I heard was corporate responsibility, uh, corporate citizenship. How can you give back outside your company in a way that gives your company purpose, but also accentuates your brand? So in this case, for your veteran talent strategy, it's important also to look at how you can support veteran community causes in your local community. And that is a very effective retention strategy for the veterans that you already have in your workforce. They indeed, as civic assets, will want to get outside of the company and support veteran community causes. So align your philanthropy and your volunteerism with veteran community causes. And again, everybody wins. Yeah, no, you, t you, you gave me this idea as you were sharing that, Kathy, is sometimes I get asked, okay, how do I create a socially responsible business? How do I make sure that we have a purposeful commitment? That's one of the main pillars in chapter 14, which is I'll call it a money chapter inside of inside of my book. And to me, you have to hire people inside of your business that have that belief system. Ah. They they have they have served somewhere before where they felt a unified purpose. And you know, I think that's why a lot of people love sports because all of a sudden I can ah. believe in this team, right? Yeah. Albeit they may totally stink like my Cleveland Browns, or they yep. may be so great like the Ohio State Buckeyes that you can you can galvanize around it with the uniforms, the players, yes. the, the the all that goes with it. Yes. And I feel like businesses can do the same thing. And frankly, we watch sports for two, three hours a weekend. We work for 40 to 50 hours a week. Wouldn't it be great to work for a company that's socially responsible, that I'm yes. surrounded by people that believe in that? That may not feel as bad as some workplaces do that maybe only care about the bottom line and making money and making sure that our shareholders are are, are maintaining a profit. I'm not saying those things aren't important, but if we can no. do all that together, wow, what, what, a, well, what a cool formula. I am really encouraged uh, as a, a certified corporate citizen management provider from Boston College. I mean, I see a lot of companies doing good out in the community. And I think since COVID, it's probably even more important that our companies really keep keep that in focus. Um, and, you know, the other tip that occurred to me while you were speaking is how important it is to foster meaningful and trusting relationships for the veteran community, and frankly, for anybody, right? Especially because our, our, our society is really so fragmented um, and we've had a, we've, we've come through a, a difficult time. Um, and so if you can take time to get to know that veteran hire as an individual, use good active listening skills, people centric skills to help them thrive, good leadership skills. Um, your veterans in particular appreciate that because they're not going to ask for help and they're they're they're. Um, you know, they want to be there and they want to be a part of the team. And, you know, because they had that meaning and purpose, uh, they, they really lost a, a big part of their, they lost their, lost camaraderie when they took off the uniform. And so they're looking for that connection, that meaningful, purposeful, trusting connection. 
Yeah. You're giving me all kinds of chances to plug my book and in part Good. four, be better. Chapter 12 is build relationships. And I think that's something that a lot of human resource professionals have a difficult time doing. Mm. And because it's, it's arm's length, what if I have to fire this employee at some point? Uh, I, you know, when I walk into yeah. a room, most people hate me. They don't like me. Uh, it's, it's hard to create that relationship, kind of like bet. the empathy you'd have for a principal, right? When the principal walked yeah. into your, into Good a point. room, everybody shut down, got quiet, who's in trouble. And I think it's really critical for, for building relationships. Well, Hey, Kathy, I know we could probably talk for another hour longer and my producer would be really upset with me if we did that because the show's supposed to be about 30 minutes or less. And we're at that point. I have to ask you my final question on the HR like a boss podcast. I get all guests out of here on this. How would you describe someone that does HR like a boss? Ooh, I love it. A servant leader heart with clear boundaries who helps people succeed. I love it. All right. Well, you said I can do any small thing to anyone can do any small thing to give back and support our veterans. And Kathy, you've said so many wise things. I'm going to give you a chance to close out the show. Whatever you didn't get a chance to say, wherever I cut you off and you thought, oh my gosh, this guy's so annoying as a host. Why does he keep taking these great ideas out of my mind? What can I, what can you, what last piece of wisdom can you share with our listeners in regards to making sure that we provide that veteran community support and, and make sure that we add veterans as part of our talent acquisition strategy? Everybody can do something. Employers are ideally suited to truly benefit from all the lessons learned during military service, also ideally suited, suited to improve the quality of life of those who have given and sacrificed so much for us. So I invite you to read the book uh, on employment, to obtain practical strategies for really leveraging the skill sets that veteran bring and find ways in your community as well to become that veteran champion. I can be reached at Kathy with a K and a Y at vanguardveteran.com. I'll have a veteran ready assessment in the show notes for any employer who would like to take that. And um, please start your veteran talent strategy today because if you aren't already involved in veteran hiring, you're already a little bit behind the power curve. You will reap a great return on investment by creating a veteran talent attraction and retention strategy. Thank you so much, John, for having me and congratulations again on your book. Well said, Kathy. I really enjoyed the time. And again, thank you for your service and for all the work you're doing promoting that critical aspect of our workforce that maybe has been overlooked for a long time, but it sounds like from the data you're suggesting that there's more of a of of a, a talent shortage of veterans. And let's make sure that we as employers, if you're looking to differentiate yourself, make sure you have a purpose-driven company that you're committed to, that you're ensuring that you have a strategy to bring in a diverse set of uh, workforce, including those that served within the military. Kathy, phenomenal job. Thank you for being on the show. Get ready to supercharge your HR game like never before. Introducing HR Like a Boss, the groundbreaking book by John Bernadovich that will revolutionize the way you lead HR. 
Join John as he shares how to do HR like a boss by thinking differently, being different, being better, taking action, and making an impact. Also, you can take ownership of and love what you do. Dive into a treasure trove of innovative ideas that will transform your workplace. When you focus on purpose, people, productivity, process, and profit, you will transform human resources wherever you go. But HR Like a Boss is more than just a book. It's a movement, a community of like-minded professionals empowering each other. Connect, collaborate, and learn from the best in the industry, fueled by a shared passion for elevating HR practices. Get ready to unleash your HR superpowers and become the boss your organization needs. It's time to break the mold, rewrite the rules, and lead HR like a boss. HR Like a Boss by John Bernanovich, your guide to amazingly awesome HR. Get your copy now and be the HR boss your organization deserves. HR Like a Boss, transform the workplace through the power of HR excellence. Thanks for checking out the HR Like a Boss podcast. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, you're in for a treat with the book, HR Like a Boss. It's filled with more stories and valuable insights that can truly impact your HR career. The journey doesn't end here. Visit www.hrlikeaboss.com to join the largest community of amazingly awesome human resources professionals who are committed to doing HR Like a Boss. Stay connected with us on social media and don't forget to hit that subscribe button, rate, and review. Your feedback helps us deliver content that matters to you. Reach out to join directly at john at willery.com. Until next time, let's continue to aspire to do amazingly awesome HR.